Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Wednesday, March 23rd, 2022, and this is day 1467 of our journey together. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify you with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Thank you so much, my Lord, for being patient with us and helping us to move forth in the direction that you uh, created us to move in from the even before the beginning of the earth. You knew exactly what we would be doing before we were even in our mother's womb. I thank you, Lord, for uh, helping us to go forth and fulfill that very purpose that you've given us for today. I ask, my Lord, that you will comfort the brokenhearted and heal the sick and bless those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Man, Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. Today's message is careless family members. Yep, carelessness can lead to total destruction and destroy a whole family unit. We're going to be coming out of Genesis chapter 34, verses 1 through 31. And I'm not talking simply about our physical family, our biological family, but also our spiritual family and how we are one body in Christ and how it's so important that we remain united. And if one party in the or one person in the body or one part of the body is hurting, it affects the whole body. So this is something that took place uh, with Jacob's boys. So we're coming out of Genesis chapter 34, starting in verse 1 through Verse 31, and it says, Now Dinah, the daughter of Leah, had had born to Jacob, went out to visit the women of the land. When Shechem, son of Hamar, the Hivite, the ruler of that area, saw her, he took her and raped her. His heart was drawn to Dinah, daughter of Jacob. He loved the young woman and spoke tenderly to her. And Shechem said to his father Hamar, Get me this girl as my wife. When Jacob heard that his daughter Diana had been defiled, his sons were in the fields with his livestock. So he did nothing about it until they came home. Then Shechem's father Hamar went out to talk with Jacob. Or talk to to talk with Jacob. Meanwhile, Jacob's sons had come in from the fields. As soon as they heard what had happened, they were shocked and furious because Shechem had done an outrageous thing in Israel by sleeping with Jacob's daughter, a thing that should not be done. But Hamar said to them, My son Shechem has his heart set on your daughter. Please give her to him as his wife. Intermarry with us, give us your daughters, and take our daughters for yourselves. You can settle among us. The land is open to you. Live in it, trade in it, and acquire property in it. Then Shechem said to Dinah's father and brothers, Let me find favor in your eyes, and and I will give you whatever you ask. 
Make the price for the bride and, and the gift I am to bring as a, as great as you like, and I'll pay whatever you ask me. Only give me the young woman as my wife. Wow. Very spoiled, very selfish, very greedy. And not, not at any point has anyone said anything about how Dinah feels. Because their sister Dinah had been defiled, Jacob's sons replied deceitfully as they spoke to Shechem and his father, Hamar. They said to them, we can't do such a thing. We can't give our sister to a man who is not circumcised. That would be a disgrace to us. We will enter into an agreement with you on one condition only, that you become like us by by circumcising all your males. Then we will give you our daughters and take your daughters for ourselves. We'll settle among you and become one people with you. But if you will not agree to be circumcised, we will take our sister and go. So they're using Dinah as a pond, you know, as just a mere instrument to do what they want to do. Their proposal seemed good to Hamar and his son Shechem, the young man who was the most honored of all his father's family, lost no time in doing what they said because he was delighted with Jacob's daughter. So Hamar and his son Shechem went to the gate of the city to speak to the men of their city. These men are friendly toward us, they said. Let them live in our land and trade in it. The land has plenty of room for them. We can marry their daughters and, and they can marry ours. But the men will but the men will agree to live with us as one people only on the condition that our males be circumcised as they themselves are. Won't their livestock, their property, and all their other animals become ours? So let us agree to their terms and they will settle among us. Now you notice Shechem did not tell them that Mainly, the reason for all of this is because he raped uh, Jacob's daughter, Dinah, and that he wanted her for himself. So he now is using the public, all the people, as a pawn to get what he wants. Verse 24, all the men who went out of the city gate agreed with Hamar and his son Shechem, and every male in the city was circumcised. Three days later, while all of them were still in pain, two of Jacob's sons, Simeon and Levi, Dinah's brothers, took their swords and attacked the unsuspecting city, killing every male. They put Hamar and his son Shechem to the sword and took Dinah from Shechem's house and left. The sons of Jacob came upon the dead bodies and looted the city where their sister had been defiled. They seized their flocks and herds and donkeys and everything else of theirs in the city and out in the fields. They carried off all their wealth, all their women and children, taking as plunder everything in the houses. Then Jacob said to Simeon and Levi, you have brought trouble on me by making me obnoxious to the Canaanites and Perizzites, the people living in this land. We are few in number, and if they join forces against me and attack me, I, me 
and my household will be destroyed. But they replied, should he have treated our sister like a prostitute? Uh, I tell you, they they ended up moving on. God had them, had Jacob go to Bethel where he first began and uh, get rid of all of the foreign gods, it continues to say, and to purify themselves and change their clothes. Um, And uh, God uh, watched over uh, Jacob and his family. It is an extremely horrific situation here. And the one that suffered the most, the one who was annihilated, who was harmed, uh, forcefully raped, who uh, was not even mentioned really <clears throat> anymore was Dinah. And uh, sometimes things like that happen to, to us where we're defiled in some kind of way. And, uh, and, and everyone else has a motive, but it has nothing to do uh, with benefiting the person that was harmed. So point number one, Most of us have a crazy family member, you know, those who drastically react to a particular situation, something that could have been worked out through a private conversation. But no, by the time they're finished with the situation, it's a war and no one really can understand why. It reminds me so much of Ukraine and Russia, what's happening right now, all because of one selfish person's desire to have what he wants. And the same thing has happened here, wastes hundreds and thousands of years prior to what's going on today. That's what happened here with the king and his spoiled son and Jacob's boys. But as you can see, the victim in this whole mess was totally neglected and victimized even more by her own family. It's not only painful, but extremely traumatizing and um, uh deliberate. Uh, uh, it is, I'm sorry, I can't read my own notes. <laughs> it is extremely traumatizing. It can be very hard to move on from something like this. When all the dust has settled, you will notice and realize that God is still there for you. He never left you and he never will leave you, even when everyone else does. Point number two, although others forget and move on as if nothing ever happened, God doesn't. When no one seems to notice, God sees. When no one seems to care, God cares. When you feel alone, you are not. And one of the first lessons God will teach you as you depend on him is that there are others who also care and are willing to help. Begin to speak to God today in prayer about your past, about uh, the unhealed hurting pain that you're suffering. God will heal you and comfort you. He will restore you. He will restore your joy and your peace and that uh, love that, that has been hurt, your heart, brokenheartedness. He will heal that. Just give it to him and know that he loves you so, so much. You are going to be okay. Even through all the <clears throat> the harm uh, and, and not to belittle what you've gone through or going through, it is real. And those are real emotions and they're okay. 
but just knowing that God is with you and you're never alone. Allow him to direct your path. This so reminds me of uh, a dear, sweet spiritual, one of my spiritual daughters from since she was uh, a teenager. And uh, now she's a, a, a grown woman who serves the Lord with all of her heart. I'm not going to say her name simply because of what I'm sharing. She actually shares her story herself as well. But she, too, as a child, uh, was sexually violated by a family member. Um, and God healed her uh, throughout the tumultuous time that she went through. And um, God uh, healed her, uh, other family members who were also violated, and some that may still be going through, but I know her story. And it had got so bad that she too was ready to kill. She was ready to to take revenge. And it is a natural response when you're hurt, when someone harms you, you know, and as a child, oh my goodness, it has got to be, you know, one of the most painful things that could ever happen because it's, it's, you're helpless. And if other adults do nothing or say anything, just like what happened here, you know, you feel isolated, you feel alienated and alone. And that's exactly what she was going through, even to the point of acting out sometimes in church and the youth group. And uh, once I found out what the root of the problem was, my heart too was broken and I was ready to take revenge as well. And God dealt with my heart to let me know that that is not his way, that he will take care of the situation. He said, vengeance is mine. You continue to share the word of God with these precious youth and with this beautiful young woman and be her mentor uh, in any capacity that I could. And I am grateful to say to this day that she still reaches out and we still talk and she calls me mom. And she is such an example to me and to many others and how she took that situation, God healed her, and now she helps other women uh, who have gone through similar situations. She even has started a home for women, uh, a meeting place for women to come and be healed and to to be uh, educated in the areas to empower them. Uh, and I, I'm not sure, I don't think she's doing that quite to that extent anymore. She's God has blessed her in ministry. She's uh, ordained pastor as well now, uh, preaching the word of God and teaching others and how God blessed her, and she forgave that family member, and uh, they have worked that out, and look at God getting all the glory, but she truly is a woman of God, and has grown in Christ, and has done many great things in, in building the kingdom of God, and being an ambassador to Christ. God is saying he is no respecter of persons, and what he's done for one he will do for you. He's saying, I am holding you in my arms. He is comforting you. He has heard your cries and seen your tears. And he is saying, your time has come. It is over for you. No more suffering for you. Leave it to him and leave it there. He loves you so much. He will take care of you. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. 
Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That, my friends, is the ultimate. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And please don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, be like boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. Also, please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address. Uh, And don't forget to please check us out at tzonekc.org. Check out what we're doing in the community, working with our precious youth, teaching them workforce skills, life skills, and entrepreneurship development. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.